This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's Monday. On the big thing, and normally I, I give the big introduction and all that stuff, and then I reveal reveal my guest. What? It, I don't get a big. No, I don't get anything. That kind of is a big one, though. Like I was that. holding out for months, yeah. waiting for a big intro. I see the intros that you give, uh, your, your the, the, the Coys and yes. the Stephs and the Winstons of the world, yeah, right. the Freddie Prince Juniors of the world. You're having celebrities on here, and now I just get. The short end of the stick. No, I needed the host of Rotten Tomatoes on here. All right, so. <laughs> I'll see if I can call her. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Oh, he needs some milk. Yes, he does. Um, all right. Well, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Mark's been watching some stuff on Apple that I've never heard of. He also finally saw the Batman, which is good. We'll talk about that. There's other stuff that he hasn't seen. He's, he's very excited about uh, Turning Red. We've talked about that on, the, on this show, but I want to get Mark's perspective on it. And everything else. Has he caught up on anything as far as the uh, the Marvel shows, basketball. the Star Wars shows, bas- the basketball shows? <laughs> Uh, he's watching that uh, that basketball show on HBO Max. No, the real basketball. The real basketball. He's also they use a real basketball in real basketball. Apparently. So we're going to talk about that, and then we have to talk about that Obi Wan trailer. We have to because we haven't. Um, we, oh, was that out? Yeah, we he and I have been discussing this for years, and we're finally going to talk about it. But before you <laughs> you do any of that stuff, show a little class and subscribe. Will you hit the uh, like button, notification button, all of it, and uh, let's have some fun. We have interviews on here. We do reviews, reactions, all that stuff. Make sure that you uh, you get on over there and do it. And also, please, don't forget, if you missed it, on Friday, Sam Levine and the Barbarian, they went toe-to-toe. I'm not going to spoil the result for you just yet. You should go and check it out and find out because the winner is playing Marisol McKee on the pay-per-view this, this Friday. So make sure you get on over there. All right. It's Mark Ellis. It's me. It's the big thing. Let's do it. Welcome back to Box Office Sunday. I am me, and he is he. You like that intro? <laughs> yeah, where's my, good, right? where's my paper to flop around? The paper to flop around. Such a good guy. I thought you forgot about that for a while. Well, I, I forgot about doing the show. Um, I forgot about Box Office Sunday in general. I never will ever forget the about the uh, the floppy it's paper the trick. It's, it's, uh, it's, more, it's more so than just a trick. It's, it's, it's life. That's strong word for it. I think it's wonderful. Well, it's good to see you, buddy. You too, man. It's, it's good been, to be back here. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. But uh, finally got you back in studio. Hopefully make more of a, a thing out of this so we can do more. No? All right. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you could see me. Yeah, yeah. you're on camera. Yeah, no, happy That's to. Right. You got a great radio voice. And I, look, I wish I could keep you off camera, but unfortunately oh, man. I can't. You're in there. But I, mean, I guess I could. Hello, friends. It yeah, was, just take me off air. You know what I should do is I should get like a. That's what I should. Like, I should get like one of those old cartoons that they made of you. Put that the whole time and just hear your voice. Well, no, it should just be you doing the show by yourself. But I've then maybe it. I can be like the announcer that intros you. Like, sure, it's it's the big thing. Party on, Christian. We just wake you up like every like thirty five minutes. 
I mean, that that's the, you always hear stories of like, like, especially people who like focus on just their vocal talents yeah. and they're not necessarily seen. I don't know if they ever have to get out of bed. I mean, no. that's, that's the goal. Frank Caliendo can call into 900 different sports radio shows, right. do all of his impressions, all from the comfort of a bathtub or a toilet or a bed. And that's sort of what everybody that I know has seen the future for me. And so <laughs> yeah, now I'm just waiting for that to fully manifest. It's it's just called being proactive, my friend. That's I'm, all it is. I'm tired. I'm being too proactive now because I'm oh. still on camera. I'm trying to, Try to I, 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 I do all it. these things to look handsome and yeah. I'm tired of it. Well, let's not try to go miracles here. But, you know, the other thing that uh, you mentioned that gig, Josh Robert Thompson is one of those people, right? Like he when he was yeah. doing uh, the Craig Ferguson show. For the longest time, uh, Jeff the robot, yeah, and and what a, and it's funny as I was talking to him about it, and for a long time, and a lot, of, and I think that a lot of people, um, once you you have a specific thing that you're known for, you're like, uh, you know, yeah, 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 I'm, uh, that that's me. I'm sure, I'll do the voice, but then after mm -hmm. you don't do it for a bit, you start to appreciate it more and realize it. And I think that's where he ultimately landed. But um, yeah, did you ever see the clip from him when he actually did Morgan Freeman for Morgan Freeman? I have not seen him do Morgan for Morgan. Oh, no, so good. But that's always like the ultimate test, right? Because yeah. you never know. Like, like John Madden famously forever did not like Caliona's impression of him, and then I think that they were able to like patch it up somehow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it, like George Bush enjoying Dana Carvey's impression of George Bush. Right. That's the level you want to get to. Right. So this is this is the actual. This is. Jeff was, uh, uh, Josh was doing Jeff for um, Morgan Freeman. He did it as the robot. So here, here's the actual clip of Jeff the robot. Now, you do know that uh, the, the other night, uh, maybe a week ago, Jeff the robot here did uh, a Morgan Freeman voice all right. night. Did he? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Did he sound like Morgan? Well, I, I think maybe if he could, if we could talk about it, doing it a little bit now, you could maybe judge it. Do you mind? No, I don't. I'm not. Right, well, let's see what Would you like to hear my Morgan Freeman voice? <laughs> Look at his face. It's a great clip. You can find this on Josh's channel. See, when I open my mouth, it makes everything sound smart. <laughs> That's outstanding. Jeff. Yeah, it is outstanding. It's very, very good. First time I've ever heard myself from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's through the wormhole keyhole right there. That's, 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 I'd freak you out, that would. That would. Yeah, well, I, what do you want to say to yourself? <laughs> yeah, what would you I, say? I don't know. Think of something nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's talk about Craig Ferguson. No! <laughs> Go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> Damn, you look good. <laughs> That's real. He was, he's just so good. Uh, I wonder what it's like to have talent, I mean, ability, that kind of talent, all those that, things. Dude, he's so good. I had him on. Uh, he was one, he, I think he was like the first, when I was doing all those digital interviews, he was like the first one that I did. Like after when when we went to lockdown again, and yeah, it just writes itself, you yeah, know. It's it's, so it's it's the easiest hour a host will ever have. It's just like just let me just keep teeing you up. I just threw him bits. I said, "Well, here's we have we have footage of uh, of of Morgan Freeman auditioning for Sam Jackson's role in in you know uh, in the Star Wars thing, and he just went off and crushed it. You know, he's just so good. Now, do you feel like you can keep pace? Like, like do you try to do any of your impressions? Because we you did got a couple together. good ones. We did Busey together, and he was okay. We had some fun with that. I did. Um, yeah, it was we did that and. Uh, uh, a couple other. I wouldn't. The one thing that I'd actually 
do with him and you destroy me on was I would do an. Do you remember back in the day? I, I don't. I'm assuming you were there. With our mutual friend Tom Connolly did an Arnold impression, and he and I did the Arnold off at uh, at at the the comedy things that we did. I do not remember the Arnold off. I would no. always win those, right? But against yeah. Thompson, you ever hear Thompson's Arnold? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah. You just have guys that, that once they're able to lock into how to maneuver, how to figure out what the voice is, how to put the time in. It's it's another level of of playing field. So it's like you're Crash Davis, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you you can you can knock it out of the stadium in the minor leagues, but you get up to the majors. You can have a cup of coffee there, but you're Josh Robert Thompsons of the world. He's so good. Yeah. He really is. Um, there are a few people out there that are just you know obviously our, our friend Jamie Costa, who they don't mm-hmm. do impressions. They become the people, and that's the major trick. Yeah, that's the major yeah. trick. You can't you can't tr- just try to do the voice. You got to become the person. Mm-hmm. You got to think like the person. You got to move like the person. Your facial expressions have to do the same thing. So it's um. And and that's what both those guys do, and they can just and and when you hear Josh do like Lucas, like he's he disappears and he becomes George Lucas. As I like, as I witnessed yes, firsthand, you did you did the okay. hardest hardest break and not don't break moment of my entire life. I'm sure was nice. having to host that as George Lucas. I'm sure. Oh, by the way, and uh, speaking of voiceovers, and everything too. Did you see this this WrestleQuest announced trailer? Did you see this? Uh, do you think I saw it? No, but do you want to hear? It? Listen, listen. I want to show you something. Yeah. Okay. If if it's starting. And now, introducing the next great legend of wrestling. From humble beginnings to the electrifying figure, taking the world by storm. Thank you. Bravely embarking on an epic quest from parts unknown. The journeyman traveling the world to take on. Oh, that's the- great. I'm glad they're giving you stuff to do. I know. It's, that's it, get you off the streets because I'm free. How does that feel? Getting to introduce Randy, the Macho Man Savage. It's, it was pretty fun. Yeah, they they asked me to do it, and I was like, yeah, sure, because because you know it's a skybound thing, and we're doing it for. Um, and they had they had watched Friday Night Titans, so they're like, hey man, you you really do that Michael Buffer, uh, Bruce Buffer thing? Like, you, you think you can do it for the game? And I'm like, yeah. And like it, it, you know, it's gonna take like you know, it'll take like an hour of your time. I'm like it's not gonna take an hour of my time. And first it, take. It was one just take a bunch wonder. Of, it was just a bunch of those lines. It wasn't a matter of it wasn't a matter of how how good I am. It's a matter yeah. of just a bunch of lines. And you just say you just you, you you say it into the microphone. You go and now Mark Ellis, <laughs> and you just do. How's that? You do four different takes and you send. <laughs> it like, off. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, it, it really is true yeah. in sports and in in entertainment and really in all of life. The best ability is availability. If you yeah. are if you're able to yeah. do something, you're able to show up, do a good job. That's that. That's the key to life, right there. Yeah, that was it. And it was like you know, it was it was very it was very fun to do. And that and the game's getting uh, the trailer's getting some good buzz on it because it's got it's got a lot of the I forget why how they told me because I I saw a lot of the comments going how did they get the likeness of all those old school WWE wrestlers I they told me and I forgot and it was like oh there's a there's a wrap around there's certain there's certain wrestlers that had that they don't own the, the likeness to and that they could there's I forget how it works. Well, it's like uh, yeah. Tech Mobile back in the day or NBA Jam yeah. because sometimes in Tech Mobile you would just have like QB Eagles or whatever right, because right. because Randall Cunningham wouldn't sign away his rights. And then you also have a situation like Michael Jordan in NBA Jam never got Michael Jordan in NBA Jam right. because he was doing his own thing. So there were a couple people like that. But, you know, by and large, it's thrilling for an athlete or I imagine a wrestler to be – honored in a video game whether they're current or whether it's like hey i used to wrestle back in the 80s and everybody knows me and i was a badass it's kind of cool to see yourself still relevant you know yeah, and especially when you, and it's and it's also good for the legends 
and for people for people who used to watch back in the day that maybe don't watch anymore right and then they see like these old school legends that they that they love and and here they are and you're like okay i'll uh i'll play this game that's i i loved macho man back in the day i loved andre let's let's see what and i like these types of games so that's what wrestle quest is and it looks a lot lot of fun i'm excited to play we're going to try to do some more stuff with them with schmodown also Good. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I just, you know, come yeah. in here. You're telling me about how great everybody else is. Oh, well, I'm a wrestling loving, video I'm, game. Well, look, I'm loving everything you're doing. Like, what the hell I'm, am I here I've for? I've been enjoying your shows. I've been watching them. You, all no, the you haven't. I have. You've literally done nothing. I was on your show once. Which show? The Rotten Tomatoes show. The row, Rotten Tomatoes is wrong? Yeah. Yeah, you were great with your uh, with your big painting in the background. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's just with your pride and joy. The horse passed away. Recently, that horse did the real one. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I think like a couple months ago. Oh boy. Natural Um, causes. I don't know how. I don't know the horse well enough to know that. I assume so. I mean, how long do horses live? I don't know. I I don't know how else a horse could pass if it's not racing anymore. It probably. You know what? It probably died in the act of studying, which is how we all should go. Studying. Studying. I know. Studying. It's just the big, Tuesday. big difference between studying and studying. Yeah. Should I review? I, don't, I was going to review. I don't want to do that. I was going to review my. I went to see my my daughter's play last night. Ah, it sounds like a sounds like a problem. If somebody wants. Sounds like an issue, yeah. and it also sounds like a views problem. Like a views problem. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, it maybe maybe some clicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, might might be lacking in your review of your daughter's. No, I'm talking about right now. First grade. I'm, play. I'm just talking about right now. Not, oh, not, well, not, no, not I would love on. to hear how it went. I, I I'm sorry, I missed it. I, uh, I don't want to put. I don't want to. I I, I, I wasn't invited. So. To be honest with you. Actually, you know, I was going to invite you today. I would have gone. I got an extra ticket tonight. You want to go? So you got something to do now. I, I yeah, I'm performing myself. So. Oh, see, well, you, you know, yeah, but what's how big is the crowd there? Four thousand. <laughs> I'm in. It's four thousand people. You can do a set to open up and warm it up. As long as you introduce me. Yeah, I don't like. I don't, I don't like the casting choices. It's <laughs> my review. You don't like the casting choice, including your daughter. I'm no, sure she my, was great. My daughter needed to do more, but that's yeah. I'm being. What is I'm the play? Beauty and the Beast. And who is she? She should have been Lumiere. She knew the whole thing back and forth, but she got uh, she got she got st- stuck down to be in the the baker. She's a fourth grader, and all the fifth graders got the big parts. So I'm I'm being the I'm being baker. The, I'm being the soccer dad right now. What does the baker do in Beauty and the Beast says, other than wave he, to Bell at the beginning he, he of the movie? He says Marie and he tells Marie to get the baguettes and then he's and then you kind of but but showing you the comedic timing of my kid she does the whole you know there's a line where bell's saying something and he goes yeah that's nice and but with the timing you can get a laugh out of it and she got a laugh she out got of the it. laugh but this is you're going to respect this okay. note so there's this thing where they do with all the villagers at one point and, and they're talking about maurice and how nuts he is and and so what they did for this show is they had everybody kind of like laughing and i go you know wait for the timing of it and when you can wait until it starts to die down, say, he's nuts, right? And so she does it, and during, she does it during the rehearsal. Gets a big laugh. She goes, Dad, I got a big laugh. I go, all right, we'll try it. Goes, I said, did the director say anything? She's like, no, she didn't say anything. I go, try it again. Do it, yeah. So she Better did- to beg for forgiveness <laughs> than ask permission. 100%. So she did it in the first show that they did, and the director's like, don't don't try to ad lib. Don't, oh, don't don't steal. Come on, Coppola. Hundred percent. Don't 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 steal the spotlight. And and it was like, yeah, you know, I guess I said fifth. I, I Bronx tailed her. I said you took a shot. <laughs> you know? So what, what are you going to do? Well, because then your loyalties as a parent or as a performer yourself 
really start to go at odds with one another because you don't want to steer the kid to like get a bad grade in case no. they, there's going to be some sort of fallout right. from her not performing the play because you know writers, you know directors, they want the credit for everything. Yeah. Don't ad lib, don't step out of frame, all that crap. And then you also have the performer in you who's like, I know this is going to kill, so it's okay to paint out the lines this one time. I think you're making the right play here because the other thing you're doing though is that you're making her more competitive to get that yeah. line out. And when she's a fifth grader next year i did do we know what the play is well, do, next year not yeah but but remember she was sheer Khan before the, the whole world mm-hmm. went to crap she was sheer Khan. she killed it she was like yeah. the, she was and i'm not just saying it because she's my kid she was the best thing in the whole play the villains right? are more fun to play sometimes and she had the timing of it and all everything too i sent you the footage of it when, when she did it too and she and she was great but the like like i said they they the reason that they cast this play the way that they did is because the fifth graders are leaving so they gave all the fifth graders the big parts and the next year she's a fifth where grader. are they going Junior not, high. Not, some of them not I'm going really to Juilliard. Not going to Juilliard. I'll tell you that much. Like when I was a kid, we graduated high school. Yeah, that's it. That was the graduation ceremony. Yeah. It, it wasn't every year. It, now it's it's like it seems like these kids live like the Billy Madison life, right? Where every time they get through another grade, there is like, all right, bring New in level. the circus. Yeah, right. Hire the clowns. Everything else. Let's get a band to play. It's like it's it, your kid should now enjoy the summer. That's, that's what that's what your reward is. Right, and you just smashed our iPads. Just, I mean, I know they're the ones that are going to have to deal with, yeah. you know, the apocalypse. So I guess let them have their fun while they can. Agreed. I, I know you've been you've been doing the. Um, I don't know what you've been doing. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't want to talk. I was going to bring. What up you set me up for? I here? was going to set you up for something else. But throw I'm me not, under the bus. Nah, I'm not going to set you up for this one because I don't. I don't think that. I don't you, know what he was going to say, folks. Yeah, I was going to talk about some of your your sports stuff that you do. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Um, there's something else. I don't know that I do a lot of sports stuff. No, you watch a lot of sports stuff. It's true. But I wanted to tell you guys about NordVPN. And I've talked to you guys about NordVPN. And the main thing for myself and Mark and everybody, the security of our crew and our audience, it's always very important to all of us. And so one of the main reasons that I've been using NordVPN, it's fast. It's a secure service. It significantly boosts your online privacy and your security. What NordVPN does, it enables and encrypts your traffic on both the web and mobile that you have to, uh, you don't have to worry about unsecure websites or apps that you're using. It's pretty great, especially if you're running around on the road. And now that we're back in the studio, it's refreshing because you don't have to worry about what's going on behind the unsecured public Wi-Fi network. If I have to email somebody or if I'm managing documents or if I'm talking to people on social media, I know that my phone and I know that my laptop, it's all secure because that's what NordVPN does. It makes it very easy to switch my virtual location. Just one click. That's it. You can access streaming stuff all over the place, and especially somewhere like like Netflix overseas. You just go to nordvpn.com slash big thing, and you head on over to nordvpn.com slash big thing. You can use that code. We are very excited to be working with Nord, and if you don't know about them, learn about them. And you can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to and using that code big thing. You use the huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. And it's completely risk-free, risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. But you have to use that code Big Thing or NordVPN.com slash Big Thing. All right, yeah, I need a NordVPN for my real life. Yeah. I use them online. Yeah. But uh, my real existence, you know what I spent? I'm going to say this is the longest time that I ever spent looking for my keys Mm-mm. this morning. What happened? I do it all the time. My so my car key and my my house key are separate. Are they're on separate? Occasionally they unite, but but sometimes I take them off because sometimes I'm just going taking the dog for a walk. I don't want to. I don't want to lug my car key around. 
So I wake up this morning. My I'm going to the gym, and I got to be at the gym by five fifty. So I wake up around five. I get up, and I'm looking, and I'm looking everywhere. Can't find the keys. So what I end up doing is I just leave, and I leave some doors unlocked, so mm-hmm. that I know I can get back in because I don't want to wake anybody up now. I'm looking everywhere. I am looking in the freezer. I am looking in the pantry. No keys anywhere. Okay. Spent another hour searching for it after I got back from the gym before I came to here and. I got a text from um, from a neighbor, yeah. and um, I'm not sure exactly how they came about them yet because there was a spill outside that I cleaned up myself, so I'm a nice guy. Right. I don't know if I dropped them then, but Christian, I feel like, and I, I think you've done this before once in your life too, I think I got home, and I think I was tired. Yeah. I didn't imbibe at all. Okay. No drinking. Okay. Got home, and I think I left my keys Where? in the door. That I Look, I'm... I, I'm not going to really give you too much crap on that. I've done it. Who before. does that as an adult, though? I've done. I mean, maybe I, we all have done I, it. I think. My, I look. I think even my wife, who's way more responsible than either one of us, um, has done that before. Where you just coming in in a rush, you left it. You left it in the door. Where Where is it? <sighs> if normally, if like, so I, 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 my key, my wife loses her phone all the time. I lose my mm-hmm. keys all the time. And what I did, um, rather lose keys, I think. Yeah, this day and age, yeah, rather lose it's keys. It's way yeah. more. It's way more. It's it's. There's more stress with the with the phone loss. That one I don't I don't lose. But the but the keys. Oh man, this this was a good one. So and I blame. I definitely blame my wife for the last time I, uh, I lost them for a while. Like so, she had. That used, sounds like a fight you're gonna lose. <laughs> she had. Well, she had used them. What did she? She used them for something. I went to the beach with the little one or something, and mm-hmm. then came back and I couldn't find them. And I'm like. It's got to be her fault. It's been over a month, and I couldn't find them, right? So I'm like, you had to have. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't go anywhere with them. You had to have. And she's like, I'm telling you, I didn't. I didn't Is that I, the tone I, of voice you used? Yes, 100%. Was it, was it yeah, raised Yeah, I, wasn't, a I actually bit? wasn't. No, I actually wasn't upset at all okay. and because all she, right. we had another set of keys for the, for the car, so we were just using that set. But for the longest time, we couldn't, uh, couldn't find them. Couldn't find them at all. So the other night, we were going, we went out on a date. Hey. And it was cold outside. Went to we went somewhere. You know, it was it was pretty cold. So grab a jacket that I haven't worn in about a month. This is education for the self starters, the go getters, and the big dreamers. So if you're looking for a university that believes in your potential as much as you do, this is the school for you. At Strayer University, we've been in the D.C. area for over 130 years. And we're always adapting to students' ever-changing needs in this ever-changing region. So you can keep striving. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. And there it is. Lo and behold, and, I, and, then I, and then I did one of these moves. I said, hey, let me, and she wore a jacket that she hadn't worn in a little bit. I go, let me, I heard something in your jacket. You a-hole. And then I go, but, ew, but very, very like, you know. That's hilarious, yeah. Just very not not discreet about it. And I go, oh, like a, ma- like a bad magic trick. Oh. And she's like, where were they, you fucking asshole? <laughs> And so that's the thing about your wife. She is such a great bullshit detector. Oh yeah. She could, she cuts right to the core. Like if she was on double dare, she wouldn't even need to mess around with all that pudding. She knows exactly where the red flag is. Every 100%. time she just reaches in, that was pulls it. out a red flag every time. That's it. That's your only double dare reference that you're allowed to make on this show. Oh, right? come on. I haven't done one in so long. All right, you get five. I used to do a joke about it. I can't remember what it was, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. Mark Summers, name. Yes. On the comedy store wall. Did you ever see that? You've had to have seen that clip with Mark Summers and Burt Reynolds, right? I don't believe I have. Are you kidding? No. I have oh. no idea what you're talking about. Oh, they get into like a 
like I have to bring I have to bring this up. They get in a fight. Yeah, he Mark Summers and Burt Reynolds a real asshole to him. Uh, I can't believe you've never seen this before. I can't believe. Uh, so if anybody has, yeah, never should have seen, seen how Christian dispelled Mark Summers. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> did, did, did you have finger removal surgery and replace him with JT? No, I, I type with my fat thumbs all the time, and things are misspelled. No, nobody knows about fat digits no, like me. Is this it? Okay, so I don't know how much of this I can do. Oh, oh my gosh. Felix oh, Unger, I'm a okay. neatness fanatic. Right, so right. it's just kind of weird that I've been, for the last nine years, doing that kind of TV. <laughs> and uh, we've done some weird things on the show. Uh, we once filled a, a container uh, with 4,000 pounds of baked beans and made kids dive into it, which was really great. Gee, I wish I'd seen that. You would <laughs> the kids. I mean, you force the child, no. you, you hold the child's head under the bed sheets, and then you throw them out. And then... We have uh, an obstacle course. Who told course. you were a neatness freak? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just say that because your back is to me, and I, I, I was just talking to a back. No, no, I, oh. I can talk to you too, Bert. Thank you. Watch um, out, he's got scissors. He's got scissors. No, I was just wondering who told you that because... My, my wife tells me that often. You, she says, good morning. I'm, I'm still married, as a matter of fact. Yes, well, you... Oh. Ah, that's the Bert and Lonnie time, Look, right? You see what oh. <laughs> dump water on him. Look. Oh! Oh! Not a neatness freak anymore. Oh, I think he. I think he. Got, isn't that? Isn't that crazy? That is that, that's that's like, crazy. That could be a assault. Would, if that happens today. All right. So and, and there's more because I think I think he nails them. I think he. What does he do? They do like a thing at the end. Well, yeah, they probably had. No, no. Look, yeah, they do. Oh, thank you, Fabio. Oh, yeah. He, oh, it's your show all the time. Win, lose, or draw. I used to love that show. Funny, I don't remember. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, we were talking about uh, being a neatness fanatic. Yeah, it's talking about being a neatness fanatic. But you started out as, as a magician, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was a, what's this? Oh, oh, oh it's all right. Uh, thank you. Wait, I think he, about a week and a half later again. again. Oh. But, uh, yeah, go. yeah. Oh, there you go. He nailed... And then he I'm nailed, full on Team Summers. Yeah, here. of course. Bert was being a real asshole. Yeah. To him. And then, and then they did this. But watch, they they hit each other in the pa in the face with pies. Mm -hmm. And oh, he and, goes and, at it. But 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 what's his face? Uh, Bert hits him hard. Oh, yeah. Okay, watch the the back the face the, the back to back. Yeah. It's a good smash. Dude, Bert, Bert, like, was looking to knock him out. Yeah. Like, so if you guys have never seen that clip. I just love when actors take themselves that seriously. Anybody takes themselves that seriously. Yeah, he was like, really. Like, I, because I, I, I know exactly, I think I do, where, where Bert was coming from, where he's thinking, like, I'm this esteemed, regal, prestigious, A-list actor. Yeah, and this guy's Football some, god. This guy's some game show host, right. and so he's like talking down to him, and it's like, dude, you're playing pretend, you yeah. know? You, you you play pretend for. Oh, a living. he was he was complete. He, yeah. he was definitely playing up the villain uh, on it, and like, but Mark Summers has talked about that many times. I'm so I, shocked you never heard of that before. No, I had never heard. Wow. But, but you know me, I I don't actually enjoy if I see a conflict, I want to help out and resolve it as quickly as possible. I don't want to escalate it. Now maybe it got you watched better. Watch a lot of those those ratings. Twitter fights that I sent you. Over um, the years, remember those? Remember those the thirty second fights that I would find? 
Well, yeah, but those are like, like it, it, th- th- those aren't necessarily uncomfortable. Those no. are two. Th- those are two people who are actually doing what I want to do: solve the situation as quickly right. as possible. But when it festers, when, when when there's just like an uncomfortableness, that's right. when I want to step in and mediate. Yeah, that and was I get I, I get Leno was looking at this and he's like, "This is kind of ratings gold." Yeah. So let me just in, let, let me milk this for all it's worth. Uh, Adam Ray, by the way, great Leno on uh, the Tommy and. Uh, so, and Pamela show. Yeah, it 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 was, and it was for for what he was asked to do. I think he did a phenomenal job. It, there was when he first started it up. It was like I was worried not not on his, not at his part. I thought he crushed it. It was I was worried it was going to be a little tar- too cartoony in the directing of it. Um, but he but he wind up the way that he wind up bringing it towards reality. I thought was really when good. he is actually when you get to see Leno in the writers' room, yes, yes. And he's just sitting around yes. in his denim and just sort of kicking stuff around. Yeah, it was like I, th- that's when I felt like I've never seen this. I believed it was Leno, but I've never seen this Leno before. Yeah, where he's just kind of like you know throwing around jokes and like yes and no and right. then and, and and you go back and you watch some of those monologues. That were happening yeah. about that tape yeah. at that time. Did and you watch have the you whole seen show? the show? Yeah, I did. I watched the whole thing. It's great. It's, it's really good. It, it really does put a, a an exclamation point on. And there's a couple scenes between uh, Tommy and Pamela in yeah. the show yeah. where you realize, like, this is actually a pretty nice feather to have in Tommy Lee's cap, so to speak. Even he, though he didn't want the tape out, I'm right, not saying that, right. but the tape comes out and it affects him very differently, very differently, yeah, than yeah. it did Pamela. Right. Yeah. So, well, yeah, look, there's a lot of things too. I mean, it was yeah. when they were talking. Have you? When was the last time you seen Barbed Wire? By the way, I don't think I've ever. It's it's atrocious. Well, I it's, I, I mean, can it's, imagine it's, it's not the best comic it, book film. So it's it, not the Dark Knight. No, it had nothing to do. Like they, they they were playing. It certainly didn't help that that tape came out around the same time, right? But it had nothing to do with why the movie failed. Um, the movie was terrible. Um, Tamora Morrison, by the way, is 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 in that movie. He's like one of the main, is he really? he's one one of the main guys. Um, but. <laughs> But no, but but that doesn't mean that it, you, you do. She is the the pure victim in, inside of all of this when you mm-hmm. watch it and you see it. And and Lily James does such a great job. Oh man, really good job as and they both do. Sebastian Stan as well. And and it's funny because when you look at, did you look at Seth Rogen? Is pretty much just playing Seth Rogen in the whole show. Uh, 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 he's he's Seth Rogen the whole show. Um, the only but thing I got. he has a he has more of an advantage to do that than. Sebastian Stan and Lily James. Yeah, because we have no idea who that guy. Who is that guy? No yeah. one knows who that guy is. So it's like you can because when you look at the side by side pictures, like when you look at Tommy Lee and right. Pam look just like him. He looks nothing like this. Mm-hmm. Guy. The costuming and the uh, incredible. I felt like I was in the mid nineties. It was it was incredible. I did I did too. I was a little lukewarm on the show. The oh, first really? episode or two. Oh, okay, because oh, you know, was a little too over the top with the talking penis. It wasn't the talking penis that did it. I was already, by that point, I was like, this just feels a little too, I don't know, it, it felt like heightened reality or something like that. Like and, pain and, and gain? Sort of, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and But but then I then it settled into it. Yeah. Or maybe the edible kicked in. And I just, Both. and I got into a nice pace with it. And then I really thought it was, it, it, it was one of the better uh, shows that I've seen in a long time that dealt with an actual, yeah. you know, it, thing that went on. Yeah, they the toned world. it down. They toned it down for sure because I think that if you would have done that for the entire series, that would have been tiresome. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it in the context of how they used it. You had to show the way they were living and the, the yeah. excess of the time. Right, and and, and they and, and I think because it could have gone so dramatic and made you feel so icky about what happened that by putting that kind of humor in it, mm-hmm. it, it gives you that feel of, okay, this is a comedy, but they're not disrespecting 
ultimately everything that like if they would have done that kind of stuff with the ramifications of the sex tape and all that then then you have an issue then yeah. you have an issue but this is like you like you said this is as they were meeting and the craziness the rock star who you know like all of that and it, it they, they never put too fine of a point on it which is actually what i appreciate about the show in later episodes is that it was never overtly like hey the 90s are here motley Crue is right. a relic of the 80s but but there were hints of that and i yeah. love the scene when tommy rolls up to the studio and he's hanging out with nikki and and they, they realize bumped. that they don't have the a studio anymore yeah. and they walk in they're like who who is a fallout boy or, or somebody's in yeah, there yeah. and it's Third blind right it, 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 i can't remember who it was but they're like hey um we don't care about you anymore right <laughs> yeah, I think that was more so the point because I was looking at like the real facts and that they yeah. and I think that the Molly Crew d- disputed that, that ever happened, but w- whatever. Um, it it doesn't matter. The, Seems like something Molly Crew would yeah. want to own. But the gangster stuff. Dice was great. Dice was Dice great. Was great. Dice was great. Dice and, was great. And um and when and that Dice was that uh, whole thing Nick was Nick Offerman was great too. Yeah, and all yeah. that stuff was was the truest to all of it. Like that dude had to start collecting bounties for, for that dude, mm-hmm. for the, for the gangster and how much money the other guy hauled ass and took off. He was really married to that porn star. Like there was, I mean, they, they played a lot in reality. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember this, but um, when we were shooting um, grassman at straws and then when we were at silver, there was an intern, super, super sweet girl, uh, Allie Krug. Uh, it's a kind great- of, question no so she's an executive producer on that show now and she is like did she do did she hook us up with some stuff at comic-con no 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 that was somebody else that was okay. that was andy who does uh the andy. Voice. okay yeah. yeah no no ali krug i'll it, get your first yeah. letter of your name it's true no ali krug is um was a she's couldn't couldn't be a nicer human being she's a sweetheart and she i saw recently she was listed in the um or a couple of years ago she was listed as one of the under whatever it was age wise um top executives to look out for and this you know i've known hmm. her since like not an underage executive well no no the under t- under a certain age under a certain <laughs> age no she's 14 and she's making moves <laughs> the um, top kid executives green lighting moves. it's true it's like uh, that frankie munoz movie has a frankie munoz pull what was that movie that he did when he was like the kid had the it was that and brian agent cody banks yeah is that what it was agent cody banks and then there was another one the kid from uh from family ties not Michael J. Fox, the other kid, the little kid with the blonde hair. He did a movie too, something like that. I don't know what the hell that was? What was that was, kid's name? Why are you tuning into the big thing? Exactly I don't know. Right. Are you thinking of the kid from uh, from from Growing Pains, Mike Seaver's little brother? No, that's that's Ben. He was ben in some Seaver. stuff. Yeah, he was in some stuff. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. was Kirk he Cameron's in? saving Christmas. Well, I mean, a lot of these stars are doing big things now. Kirk Cameron needs to save his Twitter account. <laughs> well, I think that's a, it's easier to save Christmas yeah, than Kirk no. Cameron's Twitter account. Um, anyway, so uh, the, before we get into any anything else, I do want to also tell you guys um, about what I've been talking about. Mark and I, was, since the Schmoes No Days, ladies and gentlemen, me undies. Me undies. I'm. I mean, we've been working with me undies forever. Long time friends of the show. Oh, I love me undies. And me undies we've been working with uh, since the – Schmoes No Days and Sith Council. If you guys watch Sith Council, we've been still working with them since we brought Sith Council back or or invented it, I should say. And what is something that you guys look forward to waking up every morning? For me, it's coffee. It's my dog. Finding my keys. Finding your keys. Maybe it is the face of someone you love. MeUndies wants to add to it. So start your mornings with your favorite underwear. And it's not just any underwear. It's but ridiculously soft undies with ridiculous prints that make picking out underwear actually pretty fun. Do you still have a lot of the um, the stuff that they sent us back in the day for Schmoes? 
I have a couple of them. Yeah, so I mean they uh, long lasting is one of the things that uh, should be noted. It if is it isn't no joke. I remember back when we were doing Schmoes, they had like these. They, they sent me the pizza ones, and they're my favorite. I've had them forever, and they feel like they're like brand new. They're they're they wash well. They don't fade. They're, they're it's fantastic and super soft. Not pizza you want to eat necessarily. Not, well, what underwear do you always pick from your drawer? Is it comfy? Is it cute? It can be both. All right, MeUndies, it makes the softest fabrics you ever put on your body. And as I said before, like any time that I'm, I know that I've got to pick out underwear for the day and I, I've, I've got MeUndies there, they're always the first. They're the starters. Always using them because you can just sit on your couch all day or go out and live your comfiest life. So once you try, you got to try the undies, the socks. I'm wearing the sock- sockies. I'm wearing the sockies right now. I'm looking at them. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm wearing them. And you'll never go back. You can choose from a range of limited edition prints. They have Star Wars stuff. They have tons of stuff. And the colors and sizes from extra small to four extra large. You can also sign up for their free to join MeUndies membership, which is great. And that's the one I really recommend, where you get a monthly subscription that sends new styles right to your door. Plus, you enjoy discount, discounted pricing, free shipping, and exclusive early access to new launches. Now, MeUndies has a great offer for Big Thing listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you're going to get 15% off and free shipping. Come on. MeUndies also has their promise. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, you can return your order to a full refund within 45 days. So to get 15% off your first order and free shipping, you have to go to MeUndies.com slash big thing. Link is in the description. And that's MeUndies.com slash big thing. I love that we're, we're working with them again. It's funny how like you look at your drawers with clothes in them and you always have your starters and your bench players. Yeah. Like I've probably worn this sh- this on the show five times. I don't think I've seen you anything else because it's like yeah. you know it, I I do wander. I have I, I have a washer. I have a dryer. Probably where the keys were hiding, yeah. and and I use that. Yeah, I use it liberally. Yeah, it's fa- and, you have your favorite stuff. Yeah, and, and so then you open it up, and it's like you look at that like pair of boxers. It's like in the back, and it's like not today, Sparky. Maybe right. someday. You're right. just you're too rigid, or you're too uncomfortable, or I no. I should have thrown you out a long time ago. But I'm keeping you around for sentimental purposes. It's one of the things I'm trying to eliminate from my life What's is that? like any sentimentality whatsoever. Really, just get rid of it. See, I'm the opposite. Just get rid of it. I can't like, do it. My, I'm, I'm going to have shoes. I'm going to have 75 different pairs of shoes for my kids that are never going to get thrown away. They, oh, well, once, yeah, once you have kids, that's what I mean. I can't you got to keep it. all that crap because they might it. want it. They my might. mom's going through that right now. But it's also, I'm, I'm, I'm like it with, with, we were cleaning out this, the closet and my wife was like, I can't throw these out. I'm like, nah, you can't throw those out. Like, it's like, you remember when Vivi had these on and she did this? Like, yeah, whoever's going to use them ever again, who knows? But you just, you just can't. I, probably not her. Probably She's not. probably grown out of it. Yeah, I know. But, you know? But who knows? Like you said, maybe maybe they're, they're in good condition. Maybe your kid uses it down the line. I don't know. So there's three kids in the family, right? And um, <laughs> mom mom always, like, threatens to, to sell the house. I got confused for a second. I thought you were talking about me. And I'm like, I have another one I don't know about. I have three children. Okay. Um, and so like, like she'll do like a, like a biannual phone call to each one of us and be like, Hey, um, uh, I'm really selling this time. Yeah. Really going to, really going to put it on the market. So I need you kids to, uh, to come home and look at your closet yeah. and see, see if there's you anything want. you want. Yeah. And the last time that happened fairly recently, both my brother and my sister were like, I don't care, throw it all away. And I was like, do not touch my closet. I need to fly home yeah. and I need to see what, uh, athletic, uh, merchandise is in there. Yeah. What gaming merchandise is in there right. the comic books that are in there could be valuable could be my retirement see 
That's that's exactly right. Because my my you're lucky that your mother did that. My I'm mother. hoarding from afar. Yeah, my mother did nothing of the sorts, and she I just was, threw it out. I, and and this is when I was like 18. Yeah. All my Star Wars stuff, all my great stuff that I had, all my the the, the GI Joe could have been valuable. Easily, she didn't give yeah. a shit. Right out the door. Mm. Right, right, right. Whether she gave it away or whatever it went, my dad had these old, like old school, um, like Sports Illustrated. Uh, like the 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 old, I mean, you're talking. Oh, 60, you're gonna 70s, break my heart. All gone, oh, all gone. Geez. She just tossed them all out. And then there was also the, uh, the I mean, there were all baseball cards and everything. I, I can't even thousands of dollars. My 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 mother. He threw could out. have had a Sports Illustrated around that time with Cassius Clay on the cover. There's no doubt. Ah. So he had he had a subscription from the the 60s and the 70s, whenever it was, and there were tons of them in the attic. She got rid of all. I mean, I'm telling you, my 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 mother threw out thousands of dollars worth mm. of stuff, mm. and just like mm. eh, taking up space, taking up space. That's <laughs> that's. I bet your mom, and she does not. She does not suffer fools. She does not. I'm telling you, she watches. Oh, that's that's. Well, you didn't, no one else. No one. Wait, you, your father should have picked him up. That's what should have happened. <laughs> But oh, your didn't. son's a doctor. Well, mine does voiceover that's, on the wrestling video right. he, games. Oh, yeah, he might. My, my your your son your son is doing. Oh, he made that much money. My son got very uh, got in trouble for screaming about a theme park on the on the on the internet. <laughs> my son introduced proud. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, very proud of my son. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, so let's talk. Are proud yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Obi Wan because yeah, we, we, you and I have been debating this for years. We have. Um. So, what'd you think of the trailer? Loved it. See, son of a bitch. Absolutely. I didn't say I wouldn't love it. What about, I never said that. But my, my were point, you waiting to see Anakin? Were my you point that Anakin? I was making was that I didn't need to see another fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader to complete my Star Wars existence. Sure. Were you still, and were I you, still don't. But were you waiting for to see him in the trailer? No. Oh, you're I, I thought they would hold that back. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and I get the breathing. Like, they've yeah. done that before yeah. in trailers, and yeah. it's always awesome. I'm glad they didn't so. show him, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I And I feel like, like look, is it going to be awesome? This is the way I, I sort of contextualize it, is like, you can look at my football team right now. We just picked up Carson Wentz to be our quarterback. Yeah. Am I thrilled about that move? I don't, how, how do I know? The answer is no. Okay. Not at all. But am I still going to be cheering for them week one? Right, of course. Of course I am. Right. So maybe Star Wars doesn't always go the way that I think it should go, but I'm a dope. So I'm still going to show up. And if I like something that I see, I'm going to love this show. Right. No, it, will I have questions about how it all ties to the canon right. that I at least knew from the classic trilogy? Sure I am. So do you but, think, do you, right now though, do you think that Darth Vader should be in this series? Right now, from the way that they set it up after watching the trailer, do you think he should be in the series? I don't have a problem with him being in the series. Okay. Should or shouldn't. Is it, uh, it, depend, it depends on how, how it's executed. It, it depends on how much, yeah. I think. Because you don't, well, like, and, and again, my, always, my, my fear with this was that it was just going to be leaning too much on Darth Vader. Yeah, I don't think so. Because they saw yeah. everybody loved Darth Vader the end of Rogue One, which I did yeah. too. It was great. Yeah. But if, if that's the, the sort of thing that we get, that I'm, I'm totally on board. And and you look at, you know, everybody's going to have the question like, well, why is he still going by Luke Skywalker if they're trying to hide him? I, It's, guys, it's yeah. a, it's another galaxy. Let's right. just relax. Well, I think I think that what they're going to do is I think that it'll be, it'll, I think it'll be sprinkled in a little bit more mm-hmm. than Rogue One, but similar to what they did in Rebels. And with Rebels, he was in it a good amount. Um, but it Ooh, was, Vader? Yeah, but yeah. he was sprinkled in it at points where it was relevant to it and they're going to lean heavy the same way they did in rebels on the inquisitors right and the inquisitors are going to be kind of hunting them down and, and doing everything that they have to do and vader will be there because i think you are going to get a flashback with with hayden and 
and you and McGregor. It's I'll, it's got to be why you because why like, why do you put him? You just put him in the suit. That's with a, with a, that was my head? reaction when I first saw Hayden, and everybody was like, "I can't believe this is so awesome." I mean, is he going to be doing anything else other than got to do flash hiding right? behind a suit? Well, we just talked about the deep fake stuff, right? And you don't have to like massively deep fake him. You just got to take like. So I watched. Did you watch um um the Adam Project? No. Oh, it's good, man. You like it? I heard it's good. It's yeah. good. Um, I finished it, but they do uh they do a deep fake for um for. I was Catherine Keener in, in it, right? Oh, and she's a gem. And so they, they, and I, I actually think that they, I think they did de aging, which was more, which okay. is more noticeable. Yeah, I'm not sure what the there's a difference between nomenclature de- is. Yeah, there's a de there's a de aging thing, and then there's deep fake, right? Yeah, so they're two separate offices. Yes, yeah, so de aging is what they did for Luke Skywalker in the in the fr- the the Mandalorian season two. Uh huh. Deep fake is what they did for Luke Skywalker in in, Mandal- in, uh, in Boba Fett. Okay, which so, one did you like better? Deep fake one okay. one billion right. percent. It, it's it's not noticeable. It's it's not as noticeable. It's almost like holy crap! How did they do that? Some people even thought, what did they get an actor that looks just like Mark Hamill? Yeah, like that's that, so. And they got a guy that does it on YouTube, uh, Shamuk, I believe is the guy's name, and he he did. He reimagined the that Luke one from Mandalorian and deep faked it, and then he got a job. At that's Lucas how he got the gig. Yeah. That's right. I remember yeah. you telling me that. Yeah. So and he was great, and I think that that's. I think they're going to use him as they should, and they'll de-age or deep fake uh, a younger version of of um, of Hayden onto himself, right? And it'll be easier to do. And then you'll see some flashbacks in, in, in Clone Wars and they'll have a few conversations, which can then piece into a, f- a few things that, that lead up to it. The bigger question I have, and I would assume the answer to this is Force Ghost, he's also been announced, Hayden has been announced to be in the Ahsoka series. And that takes place like after during, during the time of Mandalorian. And, right. And Jedi. So he's got to be either Force Ghost or flashbacks. Yeah, so what is, I mean... <laughs> You know how I feel about this whole Vader being redeemed thing, where it's like, it's cute you apologize to your kid right, right before you died, but... Um, <clears throat> he did some stuff. There's some other stuff. So some stuff. so what is your Force Ghost like? Are, are you like Jacob Marley, where you just got to drag around a bunch of chains, but you still also get to be blue? It's you just get to hang out? Because because the end of Return of the Jedi, he's just hanging out. Now, what I think is that in, in, the, next, in the next life, they're like, look douche we're gonna let you have this photo op to make your kid happy we're not right. doing this for you right. we're doing this for the fans and so luke gets to see him and looks like oh good dad's in a better place as soon as that photo op was done i think that they send darth vader down to the basement and they're like you are going to be mining souls or whatever you do in the next life totally. for eons before we ever let you see the light of day yeah i know it's like one of those things where he's just so you didn't see um winter soldier and uh, falcon and winter soldier did you i've seen parts so there's a there's a thing that he has to do after because of all the stuff that he's done because you you feel the same way about about the winter soldier right and put him on ice and yeah, forever I, I or think, just just I, kill him i out, actually right? think there's a major difference between the winter soldier and and anakin but um but the winter soldier had to go around and apologize to all the people and make amends to everything that he that he had done it's like a 12 step one thousand percent is what it was and i think that's the same type of thing anakin force goes the difference is dear lord please grant me the strength to not murder any superheroes yeah, parents but 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 that's the thing the Winter Soldier was not his. It wasn't him. It was a. It was a program where his mind was melted, and he didn't even know what the hell was going on. Right? Anakin made the choice to 
just to slaughter Mace Windu and then become a, a, a douche on to wheels. go to the dark side. Yeah, he made if, a choice. If I was prosecuting this, um, or rather, if I was if I was the defense attorney for Darth Vader, then I would say like, well, look, his mind was also manipulated by this overwhelming uh, dark side of the sure. force kind of thing. But that's different though. But you're still you you had but he had the choice when he's right there with me. Mace is like, take him in with me. He had the choice. He could have. Everyone's talking to him. His hubris, his anger, his the love, the passion. He made the choice. Winter Soldier didn't make the choice. He was sitting in and got a bunch of shit stuck into his head. But I could also counter that by saying that who who do we want to hang out with now? Because I at least feel like Anakin, he, he did atrocious crimes for many, many years. Yeah. But I do buy the fact that if he survived, he would have been like, no, I'm not going back to that way of life. You know, problem with the Winter Soldier. I always had anger issues, man. Again, I don't know how many deep codes that they implanted into his head and so he goes to wakanda and they kind of cure him of maybe one of those string of commands maybe there's another command that you just say uh soup apples beef right. and then he just, just starts murdering it. people again put him on ice but uh, see i, I him, get him out of here. him i give a little bit more because he his make him his play real, make him play a motley crew drummer before his real personality he's a good guy anakin's real personality he has the tendencies to snap and he even did it. Even look, look at look at how he was trying to coerce uh, uh, freaking Padme in the first place. And in, in, in episode two, he's like a creepy stalker. Like, uh, yes, my lady. Your Honor, uh, permission to strike that from the record because what? Sand was involved. Oh, that's true. Yeah, doesn't like Sand. So, okay, you're asking for my honesty here with this uh, Obi Wan trailer. And, and yeah. again, I'm not going to be beholden to anything I said two or three years ago. But I know the internet works like that. Yeah, um, I have the right to change my mind. Of course you do. Did you? And, and we go back a ways here. Did you ever think no. that there was a another battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, between Mustafar to A New Hope? At what point are you asking me that question? That's ever? Exactly. Are you asking ever? I'm going to, obviously, ever. Well, like, I always thought it was open-ended, and I'll tell you what. You always thought it was open-ended? I know, always thought it was open-ended because of the line that was given in Return of the Jedi. It, and more so open-ended, I think, after Revenge of the Sith. Is when I was more open ended, okay. not not before not before the prequels. I think yeah. more open ended after that because what you see what you see in Revenge of the Sith, he go, he's going to Mustafar not because he thinks there's good left in Anakin. He's going there. Yoda says you got to go there and get him because he's gone. He's this mm -hmm. is this is a Sith and he's take like care of and he's like yeah and he's going there to kill Anakin. I don't want to know how you do it. Yeah, take care of the problem. Going there to kill him, and when he goes there, he goes and he fights him and he knows and he just gives him one he gives one question. You know, to see, he's like, okay, this guy's far gone. I got to kill him. I got to, I got to take him out. And he lets him, let his body burn, and he figures mm -hmm. that he's dead. When Padme is dying with Wuba, when she's dying there, she says mm -hmm. to to Obi Wan, "They're still good in him. I know that they're still good in him." At what point does Obi Wan think that? He doesn't think that at all. So then, in Return of the Jedi, Luke says to him, "You know, Father, they're still good in you." And he's like, "Obi Wan once thought as you did. When? When do you think that?" Mm -hmm. So now I think that's when we're going to see that. Um, I could answer that in very simply that he still thought there was good in Anakin, and I think part when? of that was when he went to Mustafar just said, and asked him the question. But he he did ask him a question, but he, he gave him an opportunity. Did he not? He didn't really. He didn't. Did say, he give an opportunity? He was asking questions, but he didn't say. I, I I still think there's good in you the way because it was Padme that says to him on that table, "There's still good in him." I believe it, and Obi Wan's thinking about it, and he's like, "I don't know." And that's, I think that's that, what they're going to play off of in this episode. I think if you're series. Anakin, when you're fighting him on Mustafar, you're looking at that question, and you're like, this dumb idiot thinks that they're still good to me. I'm all bad, baby. That, that, that's yeah, how I read it. Him, and I think that, I, I think that, that, is, that is what we were set to believe. And so now... He says I, it. He said, you brought him here to kill me. I do feel like we're massaging the cannon a little bit. 
And again, I'm yeah. fine with that. The cannon can be a living, breathing thing that maybe uh, trades some things. And, and, and just like I don't want to be totally beholden to whether yeah. I still think 13 hours is five out of five schmoes. It is. Then I don't think that the canon should be subject to like, well, Obi-Wan said this right. in 1977, right. but it just, I, it, and so my hesitation with this is not that I never want to see Vader again or even have them have a skirmish. I just don't want a show about Obi-Wan to be too reliant on, on Darth I, Vader. I, I agree. I think because that, that I, feels like you're, you're grasping at straws to be like, hey, remember this cool character? Right. It Please should, watch it, our show. It, I don't think they it, need that. No, it shouldn't. That shouldn't be the only thing. Yeah. It should be part of the overall soup of what this thing is, right? Yeah. It should be the, the idea and he says it is a great line of like he's he's broken down he's beaten he feels that they've lost you know he's trying i to, loved that where great. they're just like it's like you're you're recouping from getting knocked out of the tournament in the first round last year got, they got their asses kicked right and it's and and it's and you saw it in episode four when he's like before the empire before the dark times like mm -hmm. that's been weighing on him and you see that throughout and he's just trying to make his way and be and like blend in on tatooine looking after this kid owen wants nothing to do with him and he's got all that stuff plus now you got the inquisitors hunting for all the jedi and trying to figure out you know how to how to wipe everyone out he's got to he's got to do so much and plus if it, now you see him on a different planet so he's probably dealing with other things that he, there's a lot of stuff that he's dealing with right now that, i want to see biggs i want to see biggs dark lighter be the guy that sells luke a fake id and a fake passport so that's how nobody that's knows how it become, it's luke like oh, right, he was just right. buying he was buying uh converters at tashi station right and he used a fake id and they're like well it's not skywalker this guy's name is uh mclovin so no it's somebody else <laughs> yeah that was that was bad storytelling by georgie it <laughs> so really, really was here's the thing I feel like I'm going to be fine with this, whatever Vader's involvement is, if I still need to bridge those, what, ten, maybe 10 years between 10. this show and, and, and A New Hope. No, no, no. Oh. This show and A New nine, Hope. Yeah, about nine years. Eight okay. to nine years. Yeah. What I need to bridge that, because Obi-Wan is markedly older than, yeah. than Ewan McGregor looks in this show. You so what, what I need. You ever see what, son, what one son can do to someone's skin? I've been to Florida. Yes. The question it, it, that I need answered is, what did Obi-Wan experience? And we'll probably see that play out during the events of the show yeah. that aged him up. Right. You know? well, because, because he's going to see some Owen, stuff. too. Owen, as well. I mean, Owen, I mean, look at Owen. and That's only like, what, 19 years in between Revenge of the Sith and Owen and Baru. They aged quick. I just want I want to see Joel Edgerton just walking around just doing nothing but mumbling about the, the goddamn Jawas. That's right. Well, look, the goddamn the, Jawas. The, the Owen the Owen stuff. I think they're really gonna they have to explore. I think that's gonna be a big thing with him and uh, and and Kenobi. Well, you got Joel Edgerton. That's that's right. And Deborah Chow says as act. much. Deborah Chow says as much. She said thank you to George for for putting for giving us um, Joel Edgerton, and that's all I'll say <laughs> about right. that. That's, that's she, right. right. Yeah. Right. So like she's yeah. she's very excited about that too. And we're we're gonna you even see it even though that's it looks like the Inquisitor the new uh, Inquisitor um what's his what's her name uh, Reva comes in yeah. and and she's basically questioning or talking to everybody inside of the square. Now, what I had guessing, you know, is that when you see, you see that the, the, the boots that are hanging in that, in that scene, mm -hmm. it's gotta be a, either Jedi or something that's kind of run into the, uh, runs a Tatooine, maybe to warn Obi-Wan or something. And, and so they're, they're on the search for him. And maybe that's when, because you see that scene when she's talking and, and Owen is just like, all right, this is getting worse and worse and All worse. Right. Uh, a couple of quick uh, rapid-fire yeah. questions for you. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, do we or do we not see the, the following characters? Yeah. And I'm going to lump them together to start out. R2-D2-C3PO. Do we see them? 
Yes, because I think Jimmy Smith is is in this uh, from what the rumor is. Our and boy, I, he's probably, and I think he's got both of them. So yeah, I do. Okay, Yoda. Mm, no, Darth Maul. No, and the, all that, and and that that report was was debunked. Also, I didn't see a report. It was a report that he was in the original TV script by a t- uh, by the Hollywood Reporter, and then Pablo Hidalgo said this is utter bullshit. Okay. So. Um. Job of the Hut. Nah, you stay away. Slash from it. salacious crow. Nah, you stay away from it. Okay. Uh, the announcers from the Boonta Eve classic. If you want me to stop watching this show, <laughs> come on, it's us. Put, if we were ever going to be in Star give Wars, them subtitles. That's the opportunity. Give them subtitles. The stupid NASCAR voices. And now coming around the corner. Blah, 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 blah. It was terrible. But you know who? That's you literally did? how I'm you surprised and I would who do you it. didn't. Who you didn't ask about in outer space? Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm not done okay, yet. Go ahead, Princess Leia. Yes. Okay. All right. That's all you got? That concludes my question. You don't ask Qui-Gon first? Um, I have a feeling I would bet more on Qui-Gon being in the show 100%. than I would Yoda. Yeah, me too. But I think that you're probably going to at least have a line from from old Frank. I, I, I think that there's going to be some sort of maybe, communicate. Maybe, maybe there could be. I mean, some sort they, of they, raven. Well, they set it up in Rebels that he was that he's communicating yeah. uh, for sure. And I think that. But, but you're what? saying no shot, lead pipe lock, no Darth Maul. No, no Maul. Okay. At that point, right, where, where Maul is at the, at the what they've set up, in, in, he's he's running Crimson Dawn from what we see in Solo. He's running. How do the this is where your brain is bigger than mine? How do the Crimson Dawn folk feel about the Inquisitors, about the Empire, about Vader? Are they tight? Do they? Do they play softball? They, I no, I don't think they play together. Because, do they? Are they aware of each? I mean, well, obviously, I'm Crimson sure. Dawn's well, aware of them. Maul, Maul had serious beef with Palpatine again. They 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 fought. They fought him and his brother fought against Palpatine. Palpatine whooped that ass. Whoop that ass. <laughs> Darth Maul shows up. He's like, hey, not only am I going to kick your ass, my brother Jerry is home from college. Yeah. And they got, and, and well, Palpatine took him out, killed his brother, wiped him out. His brother's just wearing like a, like, like a Canisius sweatshirt. They were trying to play to his ego. They had a Palpatine jersey on, but he just swiped it right off. Uh, who would you bet to win in that fight? Uh, if, 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 you had Palpatine, if you had Palpatine versus Vader and Maul, who would you bet on? And before you answer that, before you answer that, mm. if you really want to take some uh, some bets, ladies and gentlemen, you go to my bookie. You go to my bookie. That's what you do. Have you gone to my bookie? Have you done it? I've been talking about it. You should do it. And the madness has officially begun. It is time for you guys to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action. We got to use my bookie. Very exciting Sweet Sixteen coming up. Well, there you go. And it doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or you're simply looking for player and game props. My bookie has you covered. So if you sign up today at MyBookie and you use that code BIGTHING to secure a first deposit bonus up to $1,000, it's simple. You put in 200 and you play with 300 You got to use that promo code, though, BIGTHING, to claim your bonus. You got college ball, you got NBA, you got UFC. No matter the sport, no matter the minute, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. And with choice from thousands of lines and odds, you can turn any game day into payday. You bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Use MyBookie. All right, if I was on my bookie, yeah. I would bet Here's the issue I have. I'm going to I'm going to bet uh Maul and Vader win, and I'm doing that because I saw with my own eyes Vader 
defeat a very distracted Emperor Palpatine at the but end of the Jedi. But he did it with goodness. He did it. But he did it with goodness. He did it. On, he, did, Dude, he needed are, light are side. Are we stuff. really still under this impression that the light side of the force is just as strong as the dark side of the force? Come on. It depends, Christian. It depends. The cards are on the table. Dark the dark side, side, dark the side didn't seem to be able to do it against Palpatine. Okay. Well, but here, here's the thing I have Boom. because if you have Darth Vader, right. I would almost rather take Darth Vader by himself against Palpatine simply because I don't know how Vader and Maul work together. I don't know. I don't know how they. If they have good Vader chemistry, knows, Vader knows he needed somebody else. That's why he tried to recruit Luke. But if Couldn't they have, do it on his if own. they have good chemistry, yeah, then I think they could defeat Palpatine one on one. I would say Palpatine defeats either one right. of them. But if they, they have good, if they work well together, right. But if it turns into like a James Harden Kyrie Irving situation where there's only one ball, luckily you can bring your own lightsaber to this party. I'm taking Maul and I'm taking Vader to take out the old man. All right, fair enough. Um, Did they actually fight and they lost? No, they didn't. <laughs> They, they, no, Maul was Maul was scared shitless of Vader. He he was in Rebels. Um, he he felt his presence and didn't hauled ass because he knew he would have gotten this. One of the great many great things about the greatest Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi, is when because by that point we'd only like seen like one hologram of Palpatine. We're like, who the hell is that guy? Um, when the the I can't remember his name, the guy who's who's picking up Vader at the airport. The beginning of Return of the Jedi, oh, yeah. he's like the Emperor's coming here, yeah. and it, like you hear the brick shit out of his asshole. Yeah. And he's you like, know, the Emperor's not as forgiving as I. Am. Oh, it's so, so it's good. Great. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, you're not the most forget. You know what? Sorry, I said anything. I'm going to go back to work. Yeah, I'm good. Um, uh, we will double our efforts. <laughs> um, all right. Before we move on, you said there's some other stuff that you're watching. Uh, Severance on Apple Plus, man, what can't get enough of it. Severance? So let's this? pretend like you work at, uh, you know, let's say you work at a top secret I work. location. Let's yeah. say that you have yeah. anything to do right. other than sit in this uh, cacophony Stinkle. of yeah. free Blu-rays yeah. and just watch and entertain yourself with the dude. And you had a real gig. Mm-hmm. And let's say this gig was like, let's say you worked at like a think tank, mm-hmm. you know, because like they're kind of mysterious. So this is the work that this company Lumen is doing is so top secret that if you sign on to be an employee, they do this operation to your brain called severance, okay. where basically once you're at work, yeah. you have no memory of who you are on the outside. It's just work. And when you're outside, you have no memory of what you do at work and Who's there's this, this show? elevator uh adam scott plays oh, the okay. lead i've seen the show ben stiller is the I mean, director i've seen the yeah. uh the poster well you yes. hear the names like stiller and, and scott and you're like yeah. okay well yeah. is this some sort of yuck yuck fest yeah. and there are very dark comedic elements to it but it's a mind trip man because like you're wondering because basically what's going on is that this corporation is up to no good yeah. and adam scott is really having a tough time figuring it out because he's got this guy that escaped from work somehow and he's the one on the outside who's telling adam scott he's like hey man you got it you got to do this but it's so hard when you don't have half your brain right. half the it's, time it sounds like a and ran meets dark city kind of dude story. it's uh it, it's just i'm i don't know how it's going to end up but man am i locked okay. into it right now yeah it sounds pretty interesting and i think yeah. the um the other one that i saw i thought of i thought of the, the schmoes immediately when i saw the trailer for this it's that um that i forget what the name of the show is with anne hathaway and jared leto about we work so we crash. I, I had the same thought. Is there going to be a post credit scene oh, where it's Makuga okay. stumbling across the street to Buffalo Wild Wings? It's on the, on the wall over there. The, 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 the Schmoes No Show was from the WeWork, uh, the WeWork offices yeah. uh, for Toad Hop. So, the um, WeWork one and the Uber one, I, I need to watch. So we'll talk about those next Uber time show too? Yeah, the the Uber Joseph show? Gordon-Levitt. Oh wow! And uh, and a couple other people. Uh, Emma Emma uh, Uma Thurman's in it. About how they started Uber. 
about it was the battle for Uber. Um, I think it was like it, it might have either been the battle for Uber initially or when Uber like when a bunch of drivers went on strike. Okay. Um, about them kind of sorting out their payment situation and their employee got structure. It, got it. So anyway, either way, it looks fascinating. Kyle Chandler's also in it. Oh, and and I'll watch cast. Kyle Chandler in anything. Great cast. I'll run okay. through a brick wall for that guy. All right, and then the Batman. Like, dislike, too long? Liked very much, uh, too long, yeah. but liked very much. Me too. Um, very, very dreary. And and the thing about it was, I walked out of that movie, and I felt like I lived in Gotham City. Yeah. And I felt like I had been rained on for three hours, yeah. and I just wanted a shower and a vacation. They set and, it up very well, the way the, the, the atmosphere in Gotham became, is an absolute character in the in this. It movie. is more, it, it was hard for me to imagine Gotham being more of a shit show than it was in the Nolan, Nolan trilogy. Yeah. Because it ain't doing well in the Nolan trilogy. I mean, yeah, it feels just, like a feels like a normal big city, more or less, yeah. in the Burton Batman's. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't care about the other two. But then with the, with, with the Nolan one, it's like, man, somebody needs to clean. If that Gotham had an underbelly, this thing is like fat bastards underbelly. Right, it's just right, there's right. so much grime yeah, and there is. lint. It, well, did you feel that? I mean, so I know our mutual friend Scott Mance didn't agree with this, but I actually agree with it tenfold i think this it had a very much david fincher feel to it with zodiac and um i did yeah the, it, seven I, I think people loved the the detective angle here yeah we all love that and it, i mean it, i thought it was it was the right way to go yeah i feel like after a while it's like can we just figure out which goddamn bird this is oh see and move on the film noir stuff it's like, is it a pigeon stuff. no is it a bat no is oh, it see, a, oh a falcon stuff. like I, I okay i loved i loved that it was stuff. good it, and and I, so if i was going to score it i'd probably give it like 4.1 I went lower. Out of five, yeah, I went a little lower. But I probably, I, I probably will change my score when watching it again. But I just, the only reason I went lower was there was there's really not much I don't like about it except like the length. And I thought the ending was was more comic booky than the rest of the movie. Was, I felt right? the length for sure. Yeah. I felt that ending a little bit. What are you talking about? Like the spoiler? Well, I, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess the spoiler. If you haven't seen the, I, we, we don't have to. I yeah, don't go care. ahead. Was, but just well, go just that the ending has, has Batman sort of changing his tune as to how to approach his job. That was okay. No, I I, I meant, thought that was necessary to set up yeah, whatever yeah, I did we're going to be. I did too. I meant so like the the entire movie is this, as I said, Zodiac. directed Zodiac yeah. story, and then the ending seemed like a, whether it was a Nolan and Batman then we blow ending, up a dam. Yeah, it, well, yeah. The, inside of the Madison Square Garden thing, the Gotham mm. Square Garden, which I loved, yeah. but it was still it felt like a traditional comic book movie. And people, are like, what is a comic movie? It, but it wasn't through <laughs> At the some whole point. It's got the, yeah, right. And I guess <laughs> that that's what they had to do. And but like I said, that's over, over my first viewing. My second viewing, now that I know it's a three-hour movie, that was the reason. Like I would watch, you know, certain scenes, and I'm like, "Did that need to be that long?" Yeah, that I, I was there? I was a tired puppy when yeah, I saw it. But so. I think now that I watch it, now that I'm now that I'm prepared for the length of it and knowing what's coming, I think that because I'm gonna next time I watch it's gonna be on HBO Max. It's gonna be on HBO Max in like a month. Yeah, and the, the reason why I scored it as high as I did is there is not a bad or even just a mediocre performance Agreed. in the house. I agree. And I probably could go to four. I could probably go to four. Knocks it out of the yeah. effing park. And watching Batman and Catwoman, I kind of love where we are as a society with Catwoman now, where it's like, she doesn't have to just be this stock villain. Right. And Michelle Pfeiffer played Catwoman great, but that was when we started to turn... The, the page on Catwoman a little bit because it's like, well, I kind of like her. Can we right. have her do some maybe anti-hero, maybe not good, not bad, just out for herself kind of stuff? Yeah. We got that in Batman Returns to some extent, and now we just continue down this road of her having her own kind of story and not just being like, ah, see, I'll go team up with the Penguin. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I think that they, well, 
that's what I liked about it a lot is that the tone, and I agree with you 100%, all of the performances, there's not one, whether it's Colin Farrell disappearing into the Penguin. Uh, Good luck with that makeup on HBO Max, pal. Oh, shit. Paul that's- Dano. Paul Dano being as um, as creepy as he ever has been. Everybody in the in the show, I, I mean, the movie, is absolutely it just lights out. And the directing is fantastic. And I think that, like I said, I really want to watch it again. My score, I could probably write, even, even talking about the movie, I could probably go up to a four right now. But then watching it again, I might score it even higher. I don't know. I have to, I have to check it out again. The music, is, it's some of Michael Giacchino's best. I, yeah, I did, I did like the score too. Um, I... <laughs> I'm just trying to put myself like, let's say that I played the Riddler in this, right? Yeah. And let's say that I had Paul Dano's career. I don't yeah. want to put this on his shoulders, but like if I had Paul Dano's career up to this point, if I go on a date with some lucky lady for the first time, yeah. I am doing everything in my power. I am fun. I'm light. Right. I'm talking about right. like, oh yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, I watch Euphoria, you know, like I'm just Euphoria. like, I, I'm talking about whatever the kids are talking. I don't want to come off as this like weirdo creep and you lead with euphoria maybe i wouldn't lead with euphoria <laughs> i just watched it i had to binge it and it's still on my mind I can't do and it. I, I can't get out of my head how much more uh drama they had in high school than i did yeah i can't i can't watch i can't watch you it's a really well done show. i heard i can't watch it because really i have kids well. so i don't want to i don't want to watch it. it's it's remember when uh remember when you couldn't make the screening for prisoners Yes, and I texted you, you remember, afterwards. Do you why I didn't make the, the, the? Yeah, yeah, your kid had a thing. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, but because uh, I remember you, you texted me when I you I had a text on my phone from you right. when I got out, and it was like, "How was it?" And I was like, "It's don't, great, but don't see and it and never see this." Movie. I did see it though. I, I think I, I said it's it. great and never let your wife see this. movie. Yeah, and she watched it too though, and and she was she was watching it like I mean, this is a spoiler for prisoners for God's sake, I and mean, we just spoiled Batman, but uh, we were watching. Like, she's like, she's like, right oh my now. god, the, the fact that the kid was okay, it. It, it was, I mean, okay is a strong word, but but survived, survived. Yeah, um, that that if yeah, had, some dirt on it. Had the kid had the kid not survived, then, then again, we got a problem. again Paul Dano we're talking about here. Um, and had if the kid had had not survived, then that's not a movie. Then I would have watched with my wife, mm-hmm. but the kid survived, so it was like, it was, and it's not. It's definitely not an easy watch. There's no doubt about it. Um, anyway, look. You got to come back on. You've been away for way too long. It's well, no, that's stupid. what I do. I just, just I, I just the, I purge see, all the crap four now. months. And um, yeah. you know, hey, I watched stuff this time. I, you did, and and Came look, prepared. and talking about people who should be watching stuff. You guys, you guys should be watching the Titans. Oh, not not that man. Should be watching. Are Titans? you this bad with every guest? Yes. Or or when I come down, do, does it yeah, keep, does it keep talking? Yeah, you, you keep talking. Hey, your microphone's <laughs> off. You wouldn't know that because your headphones don't go on. Uh, Friday Night Titans. If you missed it, Sam Levine. <sighs> Against the Barbarian. The this is going to be fun. Yeah, well, it happened already. That's the, a lot of fun. But the winner of that match plays this Friday against Marisol McKee. That's going to be fun, too. For the championship. So make sure you head on. That's pay-per-view. And you can go to patreon.com slash slowdown. Or we are going to put last last pay-per-view. We weren't able to do the, um, the single buy. But you can do that this time around. Can't believe Levine defeated Kentucky. And Barbarian beat Iowa. Yep. Will Marisol McKee upset Duke? Find out. My my worlds are colliding. Well, for the Duke of Ellis, I am... Don't you ever lump me in with that university. No, I'm just calling that your title. You're the Duke of Ellis. No, thanks. No? I, 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 I recuse myself All right, for the far the title. For the forest of Wake, it is now me. It's as good as it's going to get. That's a, pretty much. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Shut up, kids. <laughs> All right, listen. Get out of here. Hey, All Summers. Here's a pie to the... Oh. <laughs> Watch that clip if you haven't seen it. He, he really he punched punch. him. He punched it him with a pie. Assault. He punched. That's okay. That happens today. Whoever does that, canceled. 
They're not canceled. Oh, no. I, are you kidding? No, they're not. Are you canceled. kidding for assault no. on that person? Should be it depends on who they assaulted. If depends it's the same two people today, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know if it's fine. If Burt Reynolds had done it to Billy Barty, we might have an issue. Yeah, you know. Um, but I just I I feel and again it was. It Did felt, you ever see the clip when he kicked uh, Emmanuel Lewis? Burt Reynolds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, That's, how how long is this guy's rap sheet? No, 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 no. Um, all right, anyway, listen, get the hell out of here, everybody. Turd Ferguson, indeed. That's right. We love you all. We appreciate you. Uh, check out Big Thing. Check out Sith Council. A lot of reviews coming. I got that review up of uh, the, the Sandra Bullock thing. Moon Knight coming out. Oh. All that stuff. All right. Peace out, everybody. That. Oh. He needs some milk.